Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's no secret there's been a war on comedy lately. Uh, You're hardly ever allowed to joke about anything these days, but Blaze TV is embarking on a comedy safari. We've got our hatchets out and we are going to clear the woods. Uh, We're uh, launching this comedy mission this Thursday, May 4th, releasing the uh, our very first uh, full length comedy film. Uh, The movie is called Reopening. It's a mockumentary that follows cast and crew of a small community theater as they struggle to uh, reopen during the heart of the covid uh, pandemic. It touches on everything and it's really funny. Join us Thursday, May 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern for the premiere of Reopening, streaming a live pre-show on YouTube and Facebook with members of the cast. Uh, But the movie itself will be available exclusively on Blaze TV. So join us, blazetv.com slash reopening, and use the uh, promo code reopening. Get $20 off your subscription, blazetv.com slash reopening, promo code reopening. America, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. How do we get our country back uh, on its feet again? How do we go back? How do we go forward? How do we trust police, people who have always trusted the police? I have, but I saw too many police officers arresting people because they wouldn't take the uh, COVID virus uh, or vaccine. They, they wouldn't stay at home. They were out by themselves in a park, you know, playing football with their kid, and they had to go to jail. How, how do we trust people like that? How do we get out of this inflationary situation that we're in when uh, Jerome Powell says, well, we got to cut jobs, uh, we've got to uh, cut wages, and we have to just slow the economy down? Well, there's another way we could become more productive, but that requires us to be people of merit. Do we ever see those days returning? We'll talk about it in 60 seconds. 
Here's a real review from GenuCell customer Claire. She says, I absolutely love GenuCell. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger, with a more evil tone. Uh, e- not evil tone. That would be evil really- tone? What is that? <laughs> it's haunting the people around you. More even tone, excuse me. And I only used it for a week. My advice for everyone, take a before picture. It's true. Nothing works like GenuCell. It's the best in skincare. You don't need to go get sliced and diced somewhere with plastic surgery. Instead, use GenuCell. It's been in the family for over 20 years. This is a recipe made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches. It's always safe, cruelty-free, and natural. The choice is clear. GenuCell is amazing skincare, and you're going to want to try it. Right now, you can go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. Save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package, featuring their Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector. Don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can get a complimentary spa essentials box with every package in order now from uh, until Mother's Day. And if your mother has an evil tone of her skin, you can cure that. I mean, if she's evil already, give this to her on Mother's Day. Plus, you'll upgrade to priority shipping. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. There's a book out called uh, When Race Trumps Merit. It's written by Heather McDonald, and uh, she's with the Manhattan Institute. She's a fellow there. And she's on with us now. Hi, Heather. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Sure. So so do we ever get back to merit in this country? We could uh, with relative ease, but it requires courage. <laughs> so all it takes is courage to stand up to the phony charge of racism and to say that standards are not racist. Uh, the racial disparities in our country are not due to racist standards. They're due to academic skills gaps. They're due to criminal offending disparities. But right now, the American civilization uh, should not be apologizing for itself. We are not today a racist country. But what we're doing is tearing down meritocratic standards across the board whether it's in medicine, science, law, uh, the arts, policing, all because those standards are being accused of having a racist impact on underrepresented minorities. But how, uh, let, me, let, me, let me take you to Budweiser. Um, Budweiser, we were just having a conversation. How do they get their credibility back? Well, they can't. They, they will over time, I suppose, if they just don't do more stupid things. Um, however, you know, it, this has infected everything. We, the reason why Bud, um, you know, was rejected here is I don't want any of this crap. I just want the beer. Leave us alone. Just want the beer. Everything now is about politics. How do we how do we get out of that? Yeah, I mean, everything's about politics, but a lot of it is about race. And we need people in medicine to stand up and say, I'm an oncologist. I have devoted my life to trying to cure cancer. I am not going to accept the charge that is coming out of the federal government, out of the National Institutes of Health, out of the National Cancer Institute, that that medicine is racist. I am not going to accept the charge that's coming out of our scientific journals that says that science is racist. If people started saying that and refusing to put their heads down and go along with the elites 
and and defend meritocratic standards that are colorblind, objective, and constitutional, the the whole thing would collapse. I, I will tell you, especially when it comes to medicine, the the fact that if you are uh, underprivileged or intersected in any way, shape, or form, you get into medical school much faster than somebody who just happens to be really, really smart and gifted, wants to be a doctor, uh, but they have no intersections on them, then y- 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 the, the good ones are being kept out. Uh, are just for our, our new balancing act that we're doing, we are going to really suffer a consequence because the best doctors are not going to be the best doctors. Because they weren't, they weren't allowed in. Black and Hispanic seniors are being accepted to medical schools with scores on the medical school admission test and GPAs that would be automatically disqualifying if presented by whites and Asians. That's based on the phony charge that those medical school admissions tests are racist. They are not. There are schools that are waiving them entirely for black students. And when students are admitted with lower qualifications than their peers, they understandably and predictably uh, struggle. It's in a sense, it's not their fault. It's the fault of the admissions officers that are subjecting the so-called beneficiaries of racial preferences to an absolutely unfair handicap. But they struggle. And guess what? The next step is Ben: get rid of further standards. So we have now uh, dismantled the step one of the medical licensing exam, which comes after the second year of medical school to test students' basic knowledge of anatomy, physiology, drug interactions. Uh, Blacks weren't doing very well on that exam. So we have gone last year, we changed it from a graded system to a pass-fail system to cover up the fact that blacks are not learning as much. So they get passed along, and then the pressure is on on medical school hiring committees to hire on the basis of race, not merit, put people on hospital staff on the basis of race, not merit. The American Medical Association, the American Association of Medical Colleges is all behind this. You read their documents, and it's like reading something out of a black studies class. It is mind-boggling. I have doctors on a daily basis sending me pronouncements from their their associations of hematology or oncology or neurology, people trying to cure Alzheimer's disease, that are saying everything from now on has to be about anti-racism. This is a lie, ben, uh, Glenn, and, and the scad thing is, is that people are still terrified. They're terrified of losing their jobs if they stand up to this narrative, but that is what it's going to have to take. Uh, this can't, no, nobody's going to do this for us. We have to take it back ourselves and start telling the truth that though this country had a deplorable, heartbreaking history of gratuitous cruelty towards blacks, that I think actually the conservative narrative about America does not sufficiently account for. We are not that country today. The reality is, frankly, black privilege, not white privilege. I don't know a single high school senior who's black who is putting down his race as white, thinking that that will improve his chances for admissions, 
but I know a lot of white males who are wondering if they can get away with putting down their races black because they know perfectly well that that will give them an enormous, enormous admissions boost. These are not the ways of a white supremacist country. Hmm. Uh, Heather, you, 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 these organizations keep coming up with the same point, which is, of course, we want the best doctors. We want the best people here. But we also want a diverse staff. We want a div- uh, we want to make sure we're hitting those diversity goals as well. Can they do both? They cannot. Unfortunately, and Ben, Glenn, this is a difficult thing to talk about. It violates racial etiquette. People don't want to hear it. It makes them uncomfortable. But given the size of the academic skills gaps right now, and let me give you some data. Blacks are, if you look at 12th graders, black students, 66% of 12th grade black students do not possess even partial mastery of 12th grade math skills. That means doing arithmetic, reading a linear function on a graph. 66% are below basic. The number who are actually advanced in in math is too small to show up statistically on a nationwide basis. This means it is mathematically impossible to have proportional representation in our meritocratic STEM organizations. You can have diversity or you can have meritocracy. You cannot have both. Diversity, here's a, here's a, here's a, a translation key for your listeners, Glenn. Diversity is simply code word for racial preferences. When any institution is saying we're doing diversity, it means we have double standards. We're lowering our, our standards in order to create diversity because right now you cannot have both diversity and meritocracy, and we have to start standing up for meritocracy and say we'll solve those skills gaps but the way to solve them is not to tear down our standards. So usually, uh, I mean, I would hate to be a Christian missionary um, in the good days. And uh, my zone is, uh, you know, the uh, the Wall Street area because nobody successful, nobody, you know, at the top of their their game is miserable enough to question what am I doing wrong um, right now, the American people are not deeply questioning, uh, but when medicine, for instance, starts to go down and you, you, you have, you know, bad service, we become more like Venezuela or Cuba, then we'll ask, but it will be too late then. How do we get people to understand today what's coming our way? Well, they've got to get the facts about what's going on. I mean, that is in my book. I I would say that you start with the people with power, the people that are seeing it. Again, it's I am I'm getting this avalanche of materials for people that do know what's going on from the doctors, from the scientists who see that their entire life's work is being jeopardized and torn down by this diversity obsession. So can, can you give me any examples, any stats or anything where you're seeing the impact now? Well, with, with medicine, yes. I mean, I've seen, for instance, people for heads of medical schools, which is important, the, they, the, the heads of a medical school 
are going to set priorities. They're going to set the tone. They're going to get federal funding. I have seen the candidates that are chosen, and I have seen people with enormous cancer research success, just the leaders in the field, not get the job because they're white males. And the people that do get the job are, as you say, intersectional. Uh, as far as being able to point to somebody dying because he comes through the emergency room after a car crash and he gets a racial preference beneficiary, uh, I don't see that. I can see in the area of public safety. I don't see it yet, but it will happen. Uh, but I can tell you that this disparate impact thinking that I write about is taking lives uh, in public safety. The, you know, if, you're, if your listeners, Glenn, are scratching their heads and saying, what the heck is going on in law enforcement today? Why are all these prosecutors not prosecuting the law, you know, overlooking theft, turnstile jumping, shoplifting, trespass, assault, disorderly conduct, and just saying we're not going to do anything about it? The reason they're not doing anything is because of disparate impact. Were they to enforce the law in a colorblind, neutral, constitutional fashion. It will have a disparate impact on black criminals, not because the law is racist, but because the crime rates are so much higher. When you back off of policing in the name of disparate impact, when you back off of prosecution in the name of fighting disparate impact, lives are lost. 2020 saw the largest one-year increase in homicide in this nation's history, 29%. Carjackings are spreading out of the inner city into the suburbs. People are having, you know, their jewelry torn from their necks, eating outdoors in restaurants. We see the the, the flash mobs that have been going down the Magnificent Mile in Chicago for years because they fear no, they fear no consequences for their action. So certainly in the field of public safety, we are seeing lives being taken, and overwhelmingly they're black lives, they're black children who are being gunned down in drive-by shootings to not a peep of protest from the Black Lives Matter activists. Why? Because they're being shot by other blacks. They're not being shot by the police. They're not being shot by, the, by whites. They're being shot by blacks, and therefore those black victims are of no concern to Al Sharpton or Benjamin Crump, the ubiquitous civil rights attorney. Uh, so this is a philosophy that disparate impact is inherently racist that must be fought, and it will start happening uh, in STEM. It will slow down our scientific progress. China is, is going full speed ahead with its nanotechnology. It is grooming its students for the most challenging mathematical uh, tests possible. It doesn't give a damn about diversity. It just wants to throw everything it's got at its gifted and talented programs. Meanwhile, here in the U.S., we are dismantling gifted and talented programs. Mm-hmm. We're saying, you may be gifted in math, but you're not allowed to excel because it will, it will be racially disparate. We will not have 13% at this point uh, black students in our gifted and talented programs. Therefore, nobody should be in a gifted and talented program. We don't want you to do calculus in the ninth grade if you're capable of it because you will not be in a diverse class of students. This is, uh, this is a death knell to uh, freedom, to capitalism, uh, and uh, to everything that we have built 
if we don't turn this around. The name of the book is When Race Trumps Merit. The author you've been listening to is Heather McDonald. She's from the Manhattan Institute, where she is a fellow. Again, the name of the book is When Race Trumps Merit. Heather, thank you so much. Thanks for the conversation, Glenn. You bet. I appreciate it. Silicon Valley Bank collapsed a month ago. It's gone. First Republic, 90% of its value in the last six months, gone. But good thing J.P. Morgan Chase was there to absorb it. Now we've got uh, we've got two others. We have PacWest and Western Alliance that uh, are losing all kinds of money and, uh, uh, and, and being shut down on the trading floor today two times. What do you think? What do you think? Is it getting better? Do you have full faith and trust in the United States government to handle all this? Please call Goldline today. Find out how they can you can protect your retirement accounts, 401k, TSP, traditional IRA, Roth IRA, inherited IRA, SEP IRA, simple IRA. You got it? It's whatever. Go with precious metals, gold or silver. Now, I'm not saying put everything in there. Maybe 10%. Just have something that backs up your dollar, gold. Get the Goldline special this week offering you 6% in free metals shipped directly to you with a qualifying retirement account acquisition. Don't wait. Call today, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, program. Hello, Stu. Glenn, I'm, uh, I- I'm also very worried about the loss of merit in this country. Heather, Heather was just on and talking about this. And, you know, you have that situation where uh, there was a controversy. I don't know, it was a few weeks ago. And someone was on TV and some liberal asked them, well, you know, you keep talking about your anti-woke. How would you define woke? What does woke mean? And, you know, the controversy was about, you know, there's a pause before she answered. I can't can't remember the exact situation, but like, shouldn't you know, you're always complaining about wokeness. And to me, one of the central parts of that is just the dissolving of merit in this country. That like that is central to it. I think that started a long time ago when I hired you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's Uh, a a great first. Yeah, I mean, it's like everybody in America heard that and they were like, "What the hell? What?" I mean, I expected so much more. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm with you, America. I did too when I hired him. Believe me, and and being here for 25 years with you, (laughs) I've wondered about my own standards. (laughs) But it is, like, I do think that's central to what we're fighting here. Right. It's not like just this feeling of liberal annoyances and tweets. It's this idea that we're losing something really fundamental to the country's success, which is we care about merit, and they cared about class, and they cared about race, and other countries cared about kings and queens and princes and all that other crap. And we blew them out of the water. Yeah, we blew them out of the water by saying we don't care about any of that. We care about who's best at the job. And now we're, we're dissolving that. And we're not just dissolving it like uh, just not hiring people of merit. It, it's going down to our kids. We're not... They... they are not even learning about merit. In fact, if they do, they'll learn that meritocracy is bad. They're telling they're telling kids that getting to work on time is racist. Uh, 
how do you how do you fight that's why i don't show up on time american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org hey listen if you're a homeowner and you're struggling at the end of the month to make ends meet there's a lot of americans right now that are in exactly the same uh, same uh, condition you might consider taking out a consolidation loan I know the word loan is scary up front. It may not be right for you. I don't know. But talking about it with somebody who can help you get rid of the terrible things like high interest rate credit card debt. These are the kind of things that put you in a holding pattern where you can you can barely touch the principal. You're just making you know interest payments. It's got to stop. Do not be the United States government. So you might want to set up a consolation. Uh, const- <laughs> Consolidation loan. What was that about merit? Can't remember what you were saying about that and who would be hired for radio. I jogging. want you to call American Financing now. The number is 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. If you're looking to lower your standards, how about Blaze TV? <laughs> BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. All right, so ABC News, Martha Raddatz uh, was uh, talking to very excited liberal voters about, you know, what what's on the horizon here? What are you excited about? I've got a Joe Biden supporter with me, and uh, they're just excited about the whole thing. Here's how it went. Democrats are divided on whether or not President Biden should be running again. You voted for Biden. I did. He announced this week. What was your reaction? Regret, disappointment, frustration. While it's very early in the race, that disappointment and frustration was expressed again and again by young voters we talked to. I think I would go for Biden, but obviously I would prefer a fresher candidate. He announced this week. Were you excited by that? Uh, not particularly. I'm more interested in a progressive candidate. Despite having voted for <laughs> Biden last time, 21-year-old Elena Symes couldn't point me to anything that would make her want to vote for him again, except... What do you like about Joe Biden? <laughs> um... Uh, that he's not Trump. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole thing. That's their entire strategy. Yep. If you're curious as to what Joe Biden is trying to do to become president again, you just heard it outlined yep. right there. He's, he will not be Donald Trump. Yep. And for no point in at no point in the campaign will he be Donald Trump. He might sound like Trump on things like Social Security, but that's a totally different issue, and you should totally <laughs> ignore that. Uh, it is fascinating to watch this because they are not at all inspired by this guy they're no not at all no excited i, about I have it. to tell you i think i think rfk could make a run for it <laughs> this is insane too i know i mean now but look, i do think he's at 20 percent in some of these polls that's insanity for a guy who is just basically a, you know look a long shot like he's going to be perceived gonna... as a younger guy mm-hmm. uh a Which different I... generation 
How old is he? He's, he's not young, He's got to be, no, he's, he's got to be in his 60s. Uh, let's see, born in 54, so yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Almost 70. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's not the typical, he's saying exciting things. He's got 19% yeah. with Democrats already. That's, re- I mean, 19. Look, there's going to be some protest vote. Some people will just say no to whoever's at the top of the ticket, but I think that's more significant. Could just be Kennedy name recognition at this point. And look. Kennedy, people have lost this over the past year or two, but Kennedy aligns very strongly with the hardcore left wing of the Democratic Party. This is a man who wants to put people who disagree with him in climate on climate in prison. This is a person who is outwardly uh, argued for by name Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh to be executed because of they're guilty of treason. Yeah, that's a little. So, it was a little harsh. Know. It was a little they, harsh. I will say that does make them fit directly into the left wing, the AOC mm-hmm. wing of the Democrat Democratic yeah, it Party. It does. So there is going to be a bunch of people who like that sort of approach, and of course, you know, but really, all he's been talking about lately has been the vaccine stuff, which has a base on the left as well as the right. That's sort of a bipartisan mm-hmm. issue. Uh, and I think well, it'll go back I, for a long I, time. I will on tell that. you this: the thing I like about Joe Biden is he's not RFK Jr. So uh, we got that uh, going for us. The thing I like about RFK Jr. is he's not Joe Biden. Yeah. So the, uh, basically no one's voting for anyone. <laughs> no. And we're all just voting against what the other side is. So uh, Hunter Biden was in court yesterday and he is actually trying to cry poor mouth. He, he actually said, I've only wrote, ridden on Air Force One once. Um, which I don't think is true. I've only done that once. Uh, my Porsche has been repossessed. Uh, no, I have no idea what I'm making with my art. No idea. Cause I can't, I can't, well, I, you know, I'm not allowed to see uh, who even bought anything. Well, but you probably are allowed to see the check that that's a, that's a, you're getting from the gallery. I'm, I'm guessing he said, no, I, you don't know. It's bad. I had to sleep on a cot in my dad's room when he went to Ireland. Oh, my God. Wait, why were you with him in Ireland? (laughs) Right? Right. Why'd you go to Ireland? Maybe you should get a job if you're so poor. We all know that he's lying, right? And he's blatantly lying here for for some purpose. But can I ask a different question here? Sure, sure. Why don't they just pay this woman off? They are, this is an incredibly wealthy family. They have the, pre, the his dad is the president of the United States. They don't need this hassle. Why would this they hassle? Just, I'm serious. This like, child. I again, you don't want to be punished with a baby, baby. But I mean, like I'm saying, like take out the actual honorable thing to think about. That's not going to be part of the Biden calculus on this. I'm saying purely from politics, you could pay this woman off for what a quarter of a million dollars a year literally nothing to them just pay her all your why you if you are a democratic operative and again if you are you have no soul so this would make sense to you why wouldn't you just pay her off just give her what she wants who cares they obviously don't care about this child the media doesn't seem to care if the president of the united states is abandoning his grandchild no one seems to be interested in this. No one's asked him one single question about it. Why, I don't know. But if you're a Democrat, 
Why not just, who cares? Just, you know, okay, George, get George Soros over here, donate some money, pay it off. Find a way to get this paid off so we don't have to hear from her anymore and we can ignore our grandchild in peace. I can't believe that's not their approach. <laughs> it's really cynical, but I am surprised. Yeah. Why are they fighting this? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know other than uh, maybe, maybe it's your mistake. You clean it up. But that would require yeah. a parent right. that is going to let somebody sit with their mistakes. And that's not the case. The with Biden Hunter. family has not been tough love. They've no. been, hey, use my influence to get yourself no. out of situations. No. Which, again, it's not like they feel like if they felt like they were being extorted for a false uh, claim of, of fatherhood here for Hunter, you could understand it. But this, that we've already passed that stage. Right. Right. Like this is a woman who definitely had sex with your son while he was actually dating your other son's ex-wife. Okay. That happened. The tests have all come in. This is actually your grandchild, Joe. And the fact that he will not acknowledge that and then separately the Democratic apparatus won't get them out of this trouble for a couple hundred thousand dollars is shocking. Look at how much the left and Democrats hate Donald Trump. Oh my God. They are overlooking despise him. Everything on Joe Biden. They they've overlooked his massive corruption. We're putting our national security at stake because of his relationships with mm -hmm. uh, China. We have our national security at stake because of what we did in Afghanistan and Ukraine. We're torching our economy. We're spending way too much money. And the only the only solution is to hurt your job and your wages. His son is wildly corrupt. We know that the CIA chief now is wildly corrupt and lied to the American people about the Hunter Biden laptop so he mm. could get elected. I mean, every criminal thing, everything that anybody who is decent at all looks at and goes, this is despicable. And he won't even recognize his grandchild. And it's not that they don't know. They know this is just dis these are despicable human beings. And yet half the country is OK with that. They don't even like him. They don't like the job he's doing. But they will vote for him again. You know, maybe we're answering our own question here. You know, why why don't they pay him this woman off? Because they know no one's going to ask and they know they won't be held accountable and they know no one cares what they do. They don't care. I mean, they've committed much worse crimes than this and no one said anything. So why bother? Maybe that's the answer. They're just so confident that they will never be asked a question about it and never will have to deal with reality that they just they just keep fighting it. Why, why you bother? Imagine, you imagine if we slip through that same wormhole that we slipped through to get to this earth and we went back to the earth we were on, you know, like in 2000, well, 1980. <laughs> uh, and, and, the, and the American people woke up and saw this president for what he was i mean it, 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 when that ha if that ever happens it, it it's going to be a shocking think about putting this country back on the right track i i don't know if it can even be done
But think about what a Herculean task that's going to be to clean all of the corruption up, to to punish the bad guys, to even recognize the bad guys anymore. We don't even recognize who the bad guys are. What a what a flip from reality this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, you know what, Glenn? It'll be really interesting to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I taught Stu earlier mm-hmm. today in the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you just look at everything, and instead of going, we're doomed, we're dead. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really anxious to see how this all plays out. And... Uh, and and uh, you know, and how people uh, learn, you know, the lesson. It's sort of a catch-all for all problems, and I am completely and fully in it now. I'm yeah, there. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Uh, when you say that something is your specialty, what do you mean by that? I'm a radio guy. <laughs> I've been doing this since Joe Biden needed a bedpan. It's been that long. When I call radio my specialty, it means. Well, not that I'm good at it, but I do it every day. It's my full-time gig, and I've conned a lot of people, including you, into thinking, this is worth listening to. Now, those are not the people that we hire and look for at realestateagentsitrust.com. Housing market's a weird place, and uh, you know, if you want the job done, you have to have somebody who this is their specialty, This is what they do day in and day out. And unlike me, they're good at their job. Okay. If you're looking to buy or sell, whether it's across the street or across the country, the company that you need to call that will just recommend the right person to you. It's free. You just, you just let us know, go on the website, uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. And we are going to find the right person around you. If we don't have somebody in your area, we're not going to just recommend somebody. These people are vetted six ways to Sunday. So you want to find the right agent to help you buy or sell a house? It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, Stu and I have been talking here often on the air today about, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how everybody works out. Uh, you know, all these things that are going on. Wow. I'm, I'm anxious to see how that, uh, how that ends. Huh? Did you see that? Wow. Yeah. That's how I want to react. Now. Yeah. And, uh, and so I said to Stu just a minute ago, um, what would make it even more interesting? And he said, I don't know if we want to make it more interesting. And I said, <laughs> no, I mean, in a fun way, um, you know, maybe, maybe we lay bets or something. Mm. Maybe, maybe we, you know, like I offer a thousand dollars every month. And I'm going to give somebody who comes up with the most outrageous prediction of what could happen by the end of the month. And you get a thousand bucks if it comes through. It seems reasonable. Yeah. I mean, because then we could be looking for it. We'd be like, aha, this could be the opportunity. 
when a rabbit shoots out of his butt and nobody saw it coming. Like the classic examples of this would be like aliens, you know, are, are discovered. And it's like, well, would that even be that crazy? Like it's kind of already happened almost. And no, like, yeah, you know, you know <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, yeah. because you know that thing where they, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but that, uh, that the reason why we don't find alien life anywhere is because once you hit the radio wave, then, the, you know, you're just a couple of years away from discovering a nuke and then you blow yourself up. Well, that clearly didn't happen in that amount of time. Our radio waves are out there now when they come here, it, you know, we might be annihilated. However, mm-hmm. however, maybe it's be, it's not the nuke. Maybe it's A.I., which gives you more time. And so any planet that has an Elon Musk, they their people are on another world. You know what I mean? Mm. Without the radio equipment or anything, and they're all stranded on another world. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. Um, Wonderful outcome. But it also could be, this is why the aliens are coming now, because they're like, they're about to do it. They're about to do it. And they're either here to watch the fireworks show. They'd be like, huh, it's going to be interesting to see how these people work this out, isn't it? Yeah. And they'll be like... Yes, but believe uh, it's never worked out on any other planet. And you're like, yeah, but it, it might. Maybe this time they'll do it. Uh, uh, and believe he's always running his mouth. I know. So either so either Bleeb is right or the <laughs> other guy is right, and we work it out. And maybe they're here because they're like, screw the prime directive. We're going to intervene mm. at the last minute. Maybe, maybe that's maybe. it. Maybe, maybe it could. Would you be? And I'm being this sincerely. Would you be that surprised if aliens landed in the next month or two and said, you guys are going to destroy yourself. We're here to help. I feel like we'd be on the air saying, like, guys, I feel like we would have years ago thought this was a huge story that there's yeah. aliens now walking around and they, and they owned a Sabaro in <laughs> in uh, in Acapulco. Right. I, I think like we would have talked about that would have been like the biggest story in the news right. a few years ago. But obviously now uh, Trump just tweeted. something. Is so. there a possibility that Bleeb is already here and he's running for president and it is RFK? <laughs> is that? <laughs> it's the same voice, isn't it? I. I don't know. I haven't heard Bleeb. Uh, but well, if you impersonated Bleeb, well, your impersonation yes, I of so Bleeb. I, See, I would vote Bleeb for president. <laughs> I don't know that I want to vote RFK Jr., but I would, I would vote Bleeb. Bleeb for president. Mm-hmm. Bleeb 2024. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I think he's the only or okay. the only thing that will, can get us there. Oh, I, you call him a thing? I don't you don't know, know his pronouns? A, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I used thing. I, was, I thought Gosh. I was being accepting. Wow. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program.